Knowing how the Twitter algorithm works is crucial information for any social media marketer. Find out just how it works on this episode of the Digital Media Creator Academy podcast. Hey guys, what is up? It is me, Eddie G, coming to you here on episode number 20 of the Digital Media Creator Academy podcast. Now, knowing how the Twitter algorithm works is a crucial information for any social media marketer out there. More than 500 million tweets are sent every day. That's 5,787 tweets a second. So it is a lot of content being pushed out there. So how can your brand stand out from the crowd and the noise on Twitter? Much like Facebook and Instagram's algorithm, Twitter's algorithm works behind the scenes to rank and prioritize your post it thinks people want to see. Yes, Twitter brought its chronological timeline back recently with the latest tweets feed, but the algorithm is still in play in the top tweets feed. So listen on to learn about the recent Twitter algorithm changes and how your brand can optimize tweets for maximum organic reach for your brand. Now, in 2019, Twitter brought into the algorithm the top tweets versus latest tweets. In September of 2018, Twitter announced that users would be able to toggle between top tweets and their latest tweets. Tweets. What that means is people can now easily switch between an algorithm feed and a real-time feed. So what are the primary sections on Twitter's timeline and what do they include? So number one is going to be top tweets. An algorithm-powered feed organized by ranking signals, much like Facebook and Instagram, in addition to ranked content from followers, this feed will sometimes feature who to follow, suggests, and content from other accounts. Users can also provide feedback on content shown in this feed by selecting show less often. Number two is going to be latest tweets, which is a reverse chronological feed of tweets from your followers. ICYMI which is a short algorithm-powered module of top tweets. Now, this is more time a user spends in the app, the less likely they'll see it. And then next up is going to be happening now, and that section may occasionally appear at the top of a user's timeline featuring events or topics of interest. Then we have Trends for You, an algorithm-driven section that highlights popular trends and hashtags for users. Under content preferences, users have the option to allow Twitter to personalize this content based on their actual location. Now, what's the future of the Twitter algorithm? So at the beginning of 2019, Twitter made several announcements hinting that there will be more changes in store for its algorithm in the future. Always a good news, right, for social media marketers trying to keep up with the algorithm. So at CES, the company shared that it would begin publicly testing conversation features with users. And in January, Twitter announced it would be partnering with researchers at UC Berkeley to study how it could improve the performance of machine learning on its platform. Now, despite modifications over the years, Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey has been insistent on maintaining a real-time platform. And as algorithms continue to face public scrutiny, especially among social media marketers, it's likely that the unbiased chronological timeline will remain an option. As Asia Romano says, a chronological timeline isn't just a timeline ruled by a clearly defined order. It's a feed in which information is neutral. 
actually a clever concept. I understand how algorithms work. Obviously, I work and I own a digital media you know, company and I manage social media accounts for small businesses all over the Southeast United States. And I've just come to realize how algorithms work. I do a lot of studying on it. And Twitter is one that I've recently been diving into because some of the brands I work with really want to utilize this platform not only to promote their business and get people to you know drive them to their websites or their actual physical brick and mortar locations, but they also want to utilize it for customer service. So understanding how the Twitter algorithm works is really going to help me in the real world and the brands I work with. So what are the current Twitter algorithm ranking signals? So the primary domain of Twitter's algorithm is the top tweets feed. And according to Twitter, top tweets are chosen based on accounts you interact with the most, the tweets you engage with, and a lot more. We can only uh, feature what much more means. Every algorithm has its secret sauce, obviously. But here's what Twitter has shared about its ranking signals. So the first ranking signal we're going to talk about is recency. So how recently the tweet was published. The next ranking signal is going to be engagement. And that means how many retweets, clicks, favorites, and impression a tweet has received. The tweet's engagement relative to other tweets from the same user. And how often people engage with the tweet's author through active engagements and impressions. The next ranking signal is going to be rich media. So this is the type of media that tweets include image, videos, GIFs, and even polls. The type of media users tend to engage with. For example, a user that often engages with video is probably more likely to see more tweets with videos in them. And finally, we're going to go under the quote-unquote other factors. So how long a user has been away from the site, how many followers an account has, and the account's location relative to its users. So now that we have a little bit more clear of a picture of how the Twitter algorithm and the ranking signals work, how can you use this information to increase the organic reach of your tweets? So we're going to go over a few of those right now. Number one to me is just like any other social media platform, and that's maintain an active presence on Twitter. So for any brand, the more positive engagements you have with your followers, the better, obviously, right? This is nothing new in the social media marketing world. But consistent engagements can earn credit with Twitter's algorithm as well. As the company explains in its blog, this is a quote, the more often you tweet, the more likely your audience will see and engage with your content. So I just got to give them a big duh on that one, right? Everyone knows this, especially with Twitter and the half-life of the content and the fast-paced movement of the platform in general. So when a follower regularly engages with your account, it increases the likelihood that Twitter's algorithm will share your content with them, those users in the future. Now, another one is going to be add hashtags purposely, right? Purposefully. Woo, it's hard to say. Sorry. This is, a, hey, this is a podcast. This is real. This is what you get, right? So branded hashtags are a great way, great way to gain traction on Twitter. Just look at Nike's Colin Kaepernick fronted, just do it, launch or Gillette's viral, the best a man can get campaign. Now, obviously those were controversial in their own aspects. I'm not going to dive into that. I'm just using those as examples of hashtags used purposefully. Hashtags can also drive brand awareness and engagement, which can translate to algorithm recognition. And obviously that's what we're discussing today in this podcast. 
or land your hashtag in the trends for your section. So Pandora Music's hashtag sounds like campaign was a clever way to spark conversation and engagement. The company asked Twitter users to tweet an emoji with the hashtag and obviously tagging them at Pandora Music tweeted back what it thought the emoji would sound like. Now, another big one to me is using media. And what I mean by media is photos, videos, and GIFs, right? So Twitter stats consistently show that rich media gets higher pickup, especially in their algorithm. So tweets with video can bring in as much as 10 times more engagement to your tweet. So, but don't forget GIFs, okay? A Twitter study found that tweets with GIFs receive 55% more engagement than those without. Now, something else you might want to try, and I don't actually see a lot of people utilizing this on a regular basis, but that's going to be try and publish a Twitter poll. So polls are a fun way to engage with your Twitter users, and they've had the added benefit of providing feedback. So the the gauge interest for mayo ketchup, for an example, a blend of ketchup and mayonnaise in a bottle, Heinz created a poll on Twitter for this. So more than 900,000 votes and 2.4 billion, and that's B, as in Barbara, or, you know, billion, impressions later, the mayo ketchup was on its way to grocery store shelves. So Heinz Ketchup actually used this as a feedback generator, right? They wanted to know what people were going to think about this mayo chup, which is just a blend of ketchup and mayo in a bottle. Obviously, 900,000 votes is a good measuring stick for that. And obviously you can walk into any grocery store now and pick up a bottle of mayo chop. And lastly, but very certainly not least, is reply to your followers, okay? It's just good business practice to reply to customer mentions. But remember, one of the Twitter algorithm's ranking signals is based on account engagement. Plus, People who receive a response are 44% more likely to share their experience and 30% more likely to recommend your brand. Now, I saved this for last because I think it's one of the most important ones, especially on Twitter, but just across your social media accounts in general. If you are not replying to your followers, your audience, you are telling them that their opinion and their statements and experiences with your product and or service are not important. And once you do that, you're alienating your customer and audience base. And guess what, folks? They will go to a different brand. So when I say this, this is one of the most important things, not only on Twitter, but across all of your social media accounts. That is reply and engage with your followers and audience.